Okay. Hello, this is Paul Mackey. This is the first day of Dog Days of Advent here at One Idiot's Thoughts On. This is part one of 12. Uh, well, more on that later. Theme-wise, unless I say it differently, they all come from a shared universe that I've dabbled in for quite some time, most fruitfully as really big things. I've said it before, so I won't go into great detail, but Really Big Things was nowhere near the start of the story, and continuing from the end of Really Big Things is not a great way to go about things without doing other things first. So I'm giving you a look at some other things. I don't have a completed anything, so I'm just picking out some elements to give you a taste. I don't know for a fact that anyone wants these at all, but I'm giving them as a gift this December... And I hope they find you well. Uh, so a caution then, not everything is shiny and festive here. I'm starting off with a bang, and I suspect this will be the worst that it gets. Uh, like I said, it's a gift to you, but this first one is pretty dark. Other Things, a Fragment, by Paul Mackey. Number one, Marga Loves Ian. She jerked awake. There was the constant noise of thunder, which was not unusual, and not what woke her. At every window opening was the constant flickering of purple lightning. Ian said once it was the source of all their powers, but she just found it an annoyance. Also, it wasn't quite true, was it? It was possible it was the source of his powers. She didn't actually have any powers. She barely had herself. Even when consigned to this almost cell of a room, all cold stone and plain matte floors. Here, she was allowed to be as much of herself as was left. Ian liked it that way. When he wasn't using her in all the different ways, that term could be true. She could remember parts of the time before, her father telling her there was a tremendous opportunity up at the castle for her. The family lived a hard existence, farming what they could out of the poor soils of the land. Her father was grim-faced as he said it, though. And as they said their goodbyes, there was a tremble in her mother's lip. Tears welled in her eyes. What color were her eyes? What were their names? These were details she was no longer allowed to recall. Even her own name was gone. She was only permitted these dim memories of a mother and a father. She wasn't even sure the memories were her own. It was like there was a basket over her memories and she could get little peeks out between the weaving. It was torture, and she felt that was how he liked it. When Ian was in control, it was like another basket. This one of iron was lowered over her. Then even the semblance of self she possessed felt like it was a filtered glimpse. When he took control, she was his Marga, feared throughout the land almost as much as Ian himself. Here in her cell, she was not Marga. That's all she could be, and it was barely enough. Marga's reputation preceded her, and she showed pity for few. Marga had done terrible things. When she went out now, people cowered before her, all on the reputation of that old Marga. She was a replacement, after all. That Marga, before, went away somewhere she could never return from, and now not Marga was there to do all the original Marga had done, all under the control of Ian. Not Marga could remember it all, she was almost shocked to be allowed that small mercy of knowing there was a division between them. She briefly wondered whether the previous Marga was even the real Marga, or if there was ever a real Marga. She shrugged and let that train of thought go. Real Marga or not, it was someone she had to be now, so it made little difference. 
Not Marga rose. The slight brightening of the ever-clouded sky let her know it was morning. It was time to go to him. Up the winding stairs to his tower room where he cast his dark and powerful magics. There he was, asleep in a chair, his hair wild and white and robes pulled about him. The stoker boy had come through at some point in the pre-dawn to tend to the fire, and she dipped a cloth in the warmed water, then turned to face Ian. She stepped carefully around his castings on the floor, all dried and dark matter. She found that Ian himself was spattered with similar matter. She tried to keep out of her mind the slumped form in the corner that may have once contained the matter. It was a heap, certainly not a... Not Marga pushed the thought into the back of her mind and tried to ignore the chamber pot odors that were all around, though said pot lay undisturbed nearby. She placed the cloth firmly against Ian's chest and worked as swiftly as she dared. Even when she was not Marga, she was not permitted to tremble as she performed her duties. As she finished a final wipe and turned to discard the soiled cloth, Ian stirred slightly. She did her best not to start at his eyes flickering open slightly. Why, Marga, he said, you've gotten me all clean, but now I want to be dirty. She shivered as the iron basket closed down once more. You've been listening to Other Things, a fragment by Paul Mackey. Music is Chronodermis by Nanochrist and is used by permission. Okay. Merry Christmas? Yep, not all of these fragments are festive-themed, but I think that's going to be the nastiest we're going to get in this project. We've put a name to Ian. You may have connected that he is the figure who was briefly seen in the final part of Really Big Things, through the door when Eric tuned it to a destination briefly. I think between the blood and the viscera, I implied he might be a bit evil back then, but this should clear up any doubt. I've come down to writing episodes of these fragments and taking longer than I intended for them. I have four 90% written and a solid idea for the last one. I still intend to attempt 12 of them. There may be other regular episodes along with the Other Things episodes. One thing's for sure, my carefully planned naming conventions for this podcast's files are getting thoroughly tossed about by this new project. Happy hunting! You've been listening to the One Idget's Thoughts On podcast produced by Paul Mackey in association with Nimlas Studios. Any short clips of audio from shows is included under fair use for commentary purposes and copyright for that content remains with its original copyright holders. The theme song is Too Good by Jack Mangan and is used by his generous permission. One Idget's Thoughts is produced under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0 International License. You can find more episodes of this podcast and many other fine podcasts at nimlast.org. You can contact me by emailing idgetcastpodcast at gmail.com or commenting on episodes at nimlast.org. As we go on.